Uduwasha city, where the sun is a mirror and the moon a shadow. 800 years ago, the gates of death were broken by the Emperor Immortal. The five key bearers, however, had already unlocked them and walked right through. It is in Uduwasha city they dwell. Now, the ghost field breathes next to our reality, lit by the eternal flame of the well of Udu. It is a second skin, a place where thought and will struggle against gravity and light. In other places, the dead congregate in the ghost field, but in Uduwasha, the well city, the hell city, they fall straight into the flames. See its glittering districts, Chitichpur, where the rich plot to buy the horizon, Bundavest, where the refugees of two different nations flock, and Pasarhantu, the vertical maze of market and murder. And here is Udepat, where the ceaseless temple resides. Its inhabitants, a family, a snake, and a god. The temple has stood since before the gods of this world were forgotten. Watch as it turns the wheels of revolution. Welcome to Desperate Retune, an actual play podcast about people who take risks so they can survive against the odds. Hi everyone, it's Zoheb with a recap of last week's episode. This is going to be a long one, so buckle up. Last week we saw the aftermath of the score to rescue Freya from the clutches of Lord Skurlock at Montemagri. We began with the daring escape from Montemagri, where Vickers and Miras had gotten themselves caught in a love quadrangle with a receptionist and a maitre d'. Vickers had noticed Miras' strange behavior over the last few months, unaware that he was being possessed by Shrine Builder, his self from the past and the future. Miras, equally unaware that he was being possessed by Shrine Builder, thought Vickers was mad that he had kissed the receptionist while pretending to be the roguish pirate Dr. Danger. To disentangle themselves from this awkward situation in the hotel, Miras let off a smoke bomb. The smoke bomb alerted the attentions of the demon known as Murgatroyd, the elephant deity of tricky deception, who had had his eyes on the crew for some time because of their hijinks and shenanigans. Murgatroyd swooped in to save the day, taking Miras and Vickers on a magical journey through time and space, before dropping them home at the roof of the temple. Vickers' magical journey let her see her own past and future selves, and she realized that while Miras was the shrine builder, she was herself the incarnation of the vulture, the destroyer, the shrine builder's traditional foil. Finally understanding what was happening to Miras, she banished Murgatroyd and confronted shrine builder. Dissatisfied with shrine builder's responses, she got Miras back in control of himself. Poor Miras, completely unaware of what's happening, had a difficult argument with Vickers, and with Abbas, who had just arrived on the hotel rooftop by hang glider taxi after a relaxing afternoon eating dessert at Mount Himaguri. Vickers realized that Miras was being possessed because the serpent, the avatar of the temple's god, had cursed him before disappearing from the temple. She needed to confront the serpent and right the wrong. The argument was interrupted by news that Zajidan was attempting to summon the snake again. Since the last time he had tried this, he had almost flayed himself alive, the crew rushed to stop him. This precipitated yet another round of argument where Zajidan in turn demanded to know about Shrine Builder possessing Miraz. Miraz was of course unable to answer. Shrine Builder, however, was in a position to answer. Possessing Miraz once more, Shrine Builder said he would answer the temple's questions, but instead he merely insulted them all as poor incarnations of their archetypical selves. 
All except Zajidan, whom Shrine Builder contemptuously described as having no role in the story of the temple beyond fathering Miraz, himself a disgraceful incarnation of Shrine Builder. Having had enough of this, Zajidan decided to create a ward banishing Shrine Builder. Zajidan lit a candle that would ward Shrine Builder away from Miraz, so long as Miraz stayed near the candle. But there was a cost. To keep the candle lit, Zajidan entered a deep, comatose state where he would stay, unless his family could save both him and his son. This is the final recap of our first season of Desperate Tune, A Candle Blaze. Before recording the session, we expected the season to go longer, but we quickly realized that we are in the endgame. Next week we're going to upload an extra following Joan's journey, because Emma was away for this session. Once we catch up with her, we'll have the finale next. We intend to release the finale as a long episode instead of our usual practice of cutting each session into two episodes. We hope you enjoy these last few episodes of our story. Thank you for following our work. It's been great to have you. There's more to come in season two, so stay tuned. Let me set the scene. <clears throat> Let us imagine not the newspaper that Abbas has been uh, releasing, but something that's much more well established, something that, you know, uh, it's like the paper of record, like the New York Times or something, right? Like the, the, the newspaper that kind of everybody reads and thinks is like, oh, yeah, this is the big one, right? And over the following days and weeks, there are, there are headlines, and the headlines broadly go something like this. Um, massive accident at Mount Himagiri, uh, no casualties. Um, Lord Sterlock discovered to be in the city illegally, and then like a little explainer for who he is for the people who don't know, right? Noble houses demand answers from the empire for breach of treaty, and then a little explainer for why this is so important, right? I think in some specialist magazines, in some specialist like uh, once a week New Yorker type places, um, there are profiles of Lord Scala, of um, the history of the treaty, of like what Uduwasha's relationship with Iruvia broadly has been and why this will change, that kind of thing, right? And this causes like massive, I think, uh, geopolitical international relations type uh, upheaval. Because the demon princes know that the treaty has been broken and they demand reparations from the empire. I mean, it, it, we, we hear that the emperor has declared that he will personally visit Uduasha, a visit that's going to be very carefully choreographed. Everything is going to be negotiated ahead of time because even the emperor coming to visit Uduasha is technically not governed by treaty because he's the emperor and you can't tell him you can't come. But at the same time, it is like you have to make sure that he's permitted to come and so on. Right, and he's going to come with his entourage. I will tell you that one person is in his entourage is the master spirit warden, the person who runs all of the empire's arcane defenses. It's probably some others. So as we do this, I think like um, when we cut from like a more zoomed in thing, when we zoom out, um, I think we can do some paint the scene stuff with these big NPCs uh, just to see what is happening in the city. Right, like I'll ask you to name one and then. We can, like, if you just tell me in a couple of lines what they've been up to in Uduwasha, right? 
And as this is happening in Udaipur, there is um, remarkably little change in some ways because Udaipur is not very close to any of the parts of the city that are going to be affected by this. It's not where the rich people are. It's not where the revolutionaries are, or, or at least that's what they think. Um, you know, the Rakshas has come around a bit more often than they used to, that kind of thing. But it is not like... Um, I don't, this, this is a very like weird thing to say, but um, I have had the experience of living in cities where you will be reading on the news that a bomb has gone off somewhere, and you will be struck by a thing of, oh my fucking god, what? But at the same time, you were nowhere near there, and then you just kind of live, continue living your life even though a bomb has gone off, right? And I think that is kind of the energy in Udipat. Mm -hmm. What are all of you up to? I am spending most of my time in the library uh, with the where there's a camp bed for my father, and I am trying my best to. I'm just kind of just being there, and when I'm not there, I am going around chiving the various doctors of Uduasha to show up and try to give some sort of expert opinion. Is mm. what's Zazijan's current state? Like, is he just? Is he lucid? He remains. I think he remains mostly unresponsive. You're able to feed him. Um, he's not really like eating in like a conscious way, but you're able to like put food in his mouth. His gag reflex still works. Um, definitely able to hydrate him. Like someone has to do the hard and like quite frankly uh, thankless work of like you know cleaning him, making sure he doesn't get bed sores, that kind of thing. Right? Yeah, I'm on that. Uh, I think there is no doubt that, like, he is fighting and he's holding on, but, like, that is why he's still here. I want to flag that uh, this massive span of time that's about to take place would be perfect for Miraz to be diving deep into the temple renovations, but he has completely decided to neglect all of that. And he's just focusing on this now. Very fast. Padmapriya and Padmamukhi are also, I think, definitely like assisting you in this. Uh, but neither of them are doctors. I mean, you're not exactly a doctor either, I guess. But they're kind of mostly assisting the arcane research. They're not able to really do anything else. Um, and I think that. Uh, I mean, obviously, like we should, we should do scenes as well. But like at some appropriate point, you will get a little note uh, mm -hmm. from someone that I, I'm happy to tell you is uh, Munnabhai. But you know. sure. Until then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until then, this is just what I'm doing, which is basically nothing, yeah. nothing useful. I mean, you could start a long-term project to try and like. Yeah, yeah. but like understand what's going on. We can, but that that happens in no time. By having the PCs do some downtime actions to kind of like get the ball rolling. How about this? Miraz is I assume Vickers would be here often with yeah. Miraz and I yeah, assume she is also absolutely helping be. with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Abbas is also there. I assume, right? Yeah. Unless Abbas yeah. has other things to do. Um so you're what? You're like you're with Zaljan now? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh Zaljan's health takes priority and so that 
uh, we said that a lot. The, the Emperor is scheduled to show up. He's not here yet, right? Like, or the negotiations ongoing. Like, we're in a ambiguous sort of, like, time-wise. Like, has yeah. it... Has, I think it takes a long time for an Emperor to show up. I think you do need to redeem the city for his arrival. Right, right. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. It's not, like, he's not going to turn up. Yeah. He's trying to turn up as soon as possible, and it will still be, like, three months. Okay. So... Right? Um, like, yeah, but, but like, uh, like people people know are and are expecting that he, he's gonna turn up and are, know about that there'll be some uh, negotiation between the emperor and the noble houses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think when Abbas is not spending time with Dolijan, he's uh, and he's also working on the newspaper. Like things are a bit quieter, just uh, writing opinion pieces about how you know this is all all for show. Nothing's gonna change. You know, don't trust the system. Mm. Etc. Etc. Okay, so I think let's have a scene where the three of us are in the room together with Zajidan, and maybe Padmapriya and Padmukhi are not here. Mm-hmm. And Miraz has just like I don't know. I think he's just finished feeding. I think he's just finished like helping. Uh, bathes Ajidan, and if Vickers wants to help, then I think we kind of like put him back in his bed, um, mm-hmm. play, clothed and so on. Mm-hmm. And then Miraz just kind of like sits down with his with his face in his hands, and then he just says, "Nothing seems to be working. He's just like this." Um, Amitav didn't know what to do. Uh, the 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 doctor from the Imperial Ward, he. Actually, I'm going to make a lifestyle roll to see if I can get a really good doctor from the Imperial Ward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. The doctor from the Imperial Ward, he he just laughed. He, um, like, I, I, I don't understand what, and I can barely leave. I, 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 and like, so Miras hasn't been leaving the room at all. Because mm-hmm. we established that Zajidan, so, so Zajidan has some sort of aura around him, such that mm-hmm. I am safe around him. But if I stray too far from Zajidan, then the whole mm-hmm. uh, shine builder thing might start happening again. Mm-hmm. I think Miraz is just like sinking into despair. Mm-hmm. Should I roll uh, something to see if uh, my doctor friend can help? Your what? Your doctor you friend? Know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, she, she, she yeah. let's bring her here. Yeah, home visit. Maybe it, it takes a while to get her in for a home visit, but she's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest, I think if you said to her, hey, my brother's not well and can't leave the house, I think she would make time yeah. for you, for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, so Triparna Sen, who's also working with you on the newspaper, yeah. um, and it comes in, and I think she comes in uh, with one other person, probably like an assistant or something, in case that she, in case she needs something. Uh, but apart from that, like you know, she shows up and she's like taking this very seriously. Uh, and in fact, as soon as she enters the room that you, that Zajidan is in, she will kind of like, um, she's gonna like stick her tongue out as if tasting the air, and then say, um, "Hmm, interesting." So show me your show me your brother. Where is he? And then, like you know, you, I guess you lead her to yeah, yeah. to him. Yeah, so I think 
Yeah. I mean, she looks at Miraz, looks at Vickers, and says, um, you, can't, you, you can't take care of him if you are not taking care of yourself. It's really important that you get sleep, you eat, you know, you have to leave the room once in a while. I feel like you've been... And then she looks at Abbas and says, have they left the room at all? I think Miraz can't. I, I can. I can leave the room a little, but I can't go far from the room. Mm. He says distractedly. Mm-hmm. And we... Does she know? And I, and I look at Abbas, like, have you told her what happened? Yeah, I think I have, yeah. Uh, all of the stuff, like the Shrine Builder, all of that, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, so to be clear, Triparnasen is a surgeon, which I, yeah, like in my head, that means like she's doing more like, uh, like in, in, she's not an expert in, in the arcane, right? Yeah, so uh, the way that I envision her is that she's not an expert in the arcane, but yeah, so she definitely has uh, a good knowledge of the way that the arcane can work yeah. with relation to the body, and she yeah. uses that, right? Um, she just can't like do a ritual. That's not like where her like right. expertise is, right? Yeah. Um, but she can definitely like the arcane in relation to healing is something that she's comfortable with, yeah. and that is why she was able to kind of realize that there is a sacred nexus here, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's familiar to her in some way. Um, and I, in fact, before anything else happens, I think Abbas, you should roll for her. So she is like an expert. So she will get one die more than your tier. So that's two dice. And we'll just see. I mean, she she will know something, but it's just the quality of what she knows. Uh, right, we're just rolling a tier with uh, plus one. Yeah. Uh, tier plus one. It's a four. Okay, so you get good information. I think. You just don't get incredible information. Yeah. So she, uh, she says, yes, Abbas has told me. Now, uh, this candle, do you still have it? We do, right? I mean, we... Yeah, I can't imagine you'd get rid of it. Yeah. Be probably, it's probably in the room, right? With near, uh, probably on a side, on a side table near the bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is the... So she... She looks at it, um, she like takes a little flake of wax off it and like rubs it be- between her thumb and her forefinger. Um, and she says, uh, he did it very quickly. I will be honest, it's a miracle he's alive. I would expect something like this, a sympathetic link, forged so fast and then immediately broken. I would think that it would kill him, but it has not. And I think it's because he knows that if he had died, well, he wouldn't be able to protect you anymore, would he? And then she kind of like, um, you know, like inspects him, listens to his heartbeat. They don't have flashlights, but you know, like looks it looks into his eyes, like does a whole like full body check, uh, and then says. Um, it won't be easy, but I can. I'll come here every day before my runs, and it'll be a lot of spiritual physiotherapy, for a lack of a better word. She will have to get back in touch with his body, 
and we will have to strengthen that connection. And he, he, is, he was not in a great place before this occurred, but I will do the best I can. Are you saying his spirit has been detached from his body? Not exactly. When he did that ritual, you said he blew the candle out. That's right. He had linked himself to the candle. And I think like she's explaining this and I, I don't know whether you've told her how your thing works with the candle as well. Um, I don't think there's a like, reason for us to hold back because I can yeah, definitely okay. imagine him going like to Parla, like I used that candle to blow up an entire... Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. my brother is sick. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, I think she, so yeah, she will say, um, it's like what, what you do, right? Except that when you do your ritual, you have a lot of time, you have planned everything, your body is ready for the shock. Zajidan didn't have any of that. And as a result, when, when he did the ritual, that severely weakened him. And we have to build his strength back up. And it won't be a straightforward process, and it'll take us time. And we'll, you know, every day will be a new day. But I have faith, and I don't think Sajidan wants to leave yet. So we'll see how it goes. I don't entirely understand this, but if tell me if this is correct. His he's 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 not dead. Uh, he's 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 just lacking enough sp spiritual energy to 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 participate, uh, as it were, to to move his body to be back with us. Yes. Broadly, yes. The specifics of this, uh, you you got all of them wrong. But as an analogy. Uh, the way that you should think about it is that the muscle that he needs in order to use his body was sprained when he did his ritual. And we need to heal the sprain by training it back up so that it can be used again. What? Uh, another analogy, I, I, I suppose. Um, you, you know in Akros they do blood transfusions. Uh, can can we do something like that with with spiritual energy? Oh, speaking out of character, I don't know. So I um. And speaking out of character, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. So let's say that um. Let's say it is possible, and I think what she will she will basically yeah let's just yeah I think she will say. It's possible, but. Well, there is no anesthetic for spiritual harvesting in this way. And well, most of what I would have been doing with him would have involved me giving up some of my energy in a way that I, I, I can control it. And so I know how much pain I'm able to take so I can keep going. Now, someone, and I presume you are offering to do this, someone who is not well practiced in this, it may. I won't lie to you. It is somewhat risky. Yes. If there's one thing I don't have, it's a shortage of spiritual energy. Indeed. 
in that case, uh, hmm. yeah, I think in that case, she will say, uh, very well, then I have, and then she takes out like this, um, this little like jar from like this bag and it's got like a couple of like, uh, it's got some medication in it and she says, um, I want you, no, she, in fact, she just like hands it the jar and she says, uh, take this every day after breakfast. Um, it'll help support your spiritual system while you're doing this. I'll get a supply for myself because, you know, you've taken mine and don't miss the medication. It can be even more dangerous not to take the supplement. I, I appreciate, I appreciate this very much. Thank you. Oh dear. It is what I'm, uh, it is what I'm trained to do and Abbas is my friend. Are you quite sure you want to do this, Miras? This, this does seem rather unhealthy. It's, it's the least I owe him. I see. Yes, I understand. And we, we it, it can work. I, I, I still feel that certainty. It, the, they, they are gone. They can't come in. They can't come in through me, uh, because of w what what my father did. But they're still there, and I can hear them. And we, we can trust them on this much when they say we can that I can build something, and it will work. Then we can trust them on that. Yes, I suppose we can. Will you will you help me move him into my workshop? Of course, of course I shall. And I and I think she Tripatna um, will say, uh, "I better come with you." Uh, not to put too fine a point on it, but I think my help will be useful to make sure that the setup works. I appreciate that very much. Uh, and so out of character, what I need to do mm -hmm. is invent a device. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I am very tempted to PvP this and completely sabotage our efforts, which is very out of characters for Vickers, but for your own uh, good. You, you want to have dueling? You want to have a... So how about this? I start a long-term project, and you can uh, kind of reverse my long-term project, if you like. <laughs> I'm not reversing it. I'm tampering with it. I have okay. an idea. Okay, I'm okay. A, a pretty terrible okay. idea, but uh, okay. sure. Uh -huh. I, I will just flag here that what I intended is so I made an eight clock called Zajid and Recovers. Uh -huh. And um, if nobody interferes and this just goes on, then the likelihood is that with time he will get better. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was just thinking every time we do a scene or something happens, I will take the clock once to kind of just represent time passing. And then yep. once enough time has passed, he will come back to life what like in some fashion right like we're not saying that he will be immediately his old self or whatever but like that's what will happen okay. um I, I i don't mind that necessarily but it's more like mm -hmm. he's already dying this must have like taken him out for a loop i feel like some sort of big last ditch like something really high stakes makes a lot more sense than him just coming oh, back right. yeah i uh, yeah i i will interfere with this and it will involve time travel so <laughs> okay 
set up. Okay. Um, and I think I will say that this kind of like represents like two different like views on this because for me, the like in my experience, the big last dish thing isn't what tends to work. What tends to work is like you just like wait and you hope, right? Like. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't like but, yeah. real world medicine mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, also, it's mirrors. If you tell him to choose between your father will slowly recover, maybe in some fashion, versus like, uh, here's a Frankenstein's, uh, Dr. Frankenstein invention to bring life back into him through the power of electricity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to invent a device. I, it should be a 12 o'clock minimum. Yeah. So, you know, let's do this by the book, because mm-hmm. I never do it by the book. Um, and it's interesting. Crafting. OK. Uh, what type of creation is it, and what does it do? Through electroplasm as like the spiritual medium and so on, it will transfer my excessive life force to my father to give him his life force back. Mm-hmm. Great. So then we answer the question, what's the minimum quality level of this item? Tier 5. Let's look at, yeah, I think it should be at least tier 5, but let's just see what magnitude says. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm, so I think tier 6 would be if I'm trying to create life or bring the dead back to life. So tier 4 or 5 makes more sense here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like uh, the words here, I think, suggest, um, Tier four is superior or powerful, and tier five is impeccable or overwhelming. Yes. So I think, and tier six, to be clear, is legendary or devastating, uh, which is to say, I think if you make this tier six item, then you have like genuinely discovered something new and totally revolutionary to like the field of medicine, mm. right? Uh, whereas something, t- so tier four would be an incredibly well-crafted, well-working device that um you know like you you have made yourself but like it is a new version of something old a tier five would be like a an an invention that you have made that like does this and it does it for you and your dad like it is like specifically for this thing and it'll do it impeccably and tier six is you have invented spirit transfusion transfusion machines that work so depending on where you want to be there, I think. Yeah, just another day in life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why Blades is the gate, right? Okay, so minimum tier four then. Yep. Yeah. To do it. Oh, yes. Sounds fine. Uh, well, this is going to be a lot of things that I'm going to do back to back. So if someone wants, wants to take down the spotlight to focus on their own things, that's fine for now. I, I'm just going to, sorry, finish the questions. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I ask you, what rare, strange, or adverse aspect of this formula or design has kept it in it obscurity or out of common usage, or I guess in our case, has prevented it from being invented it, invented so far? Basically, it's spirit transfusion, right? It is... Yep. Uh, hmm, actually. Oh, shit. Actually, no, let me think about this. Oh, fuck, I realized. Okay, okay. All my thoughts coalescing. Um, it is outlawed because this reverses the hollowing process. Oh, yeah. So the Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh in Akaros, uh, the state religion, believes that to remove 
uh, your soul is uh, the soul. The soul is a base, horrible thing, and to remove the soul is the holiest act you can pursue. And it pursues the ritual of hollowing, which removes the people's souls. Uh, and this essentially, what Zajid sounds like through a roundabout fashion, Zajidan has become hollowed. It sounds like. Uh, no. may, maybe we didn't say it as such because it's not really a thing in Uduasha. So maybe Triparnasan didn't make the connection. But now that I think about it, that's what happened to Zajidan. So I'm going mm -hmm. to essentially give my life force to Zajidan to reverse the hollowing process. And this is basically illegal in Akros. The, the church wouldn't stand for mm -hmm. it. And the second thing is that if you are anyone other than myself, and this is entirely theoretical on my part, that I'm an exception, mm -hmm. uh, you basically it basically you transfer spirit energy to someone else and you no no longer have spirit energy then you just become hollowed instead right whereas i think because because i have all these past lives willing around in me i surmise that i have excess spiritual energy yeah give away makes sense to me mm. yeah uh so i think that the last question which is what drawbacks does this item have if any i think that a you need to be a well-practiced spirit healer of some kind to know how to use it correctly. Because I do think that uh, Tripadnasan is the other half of this solution, right? Like she knows when to start, when to stop. You know, when you work with her, she can tell you, okay, um, you have to stop the machine now because if I lose any more, then we'll start getting into trouble, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think the second thing is that, so the tier four version of this item is actually the safer version in that that's the version that won't take too much away from anyone. It won't return too much away from anyone. Fine. The tier six version, the legendary version, will absolutely like it's not that it's more powerful, it's just that like it can restore someone over the course of like a few weeks or months, depending on how you operate it, back to full full soul capacity, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. One more drawback. It consumes an incredible amount of actual real-world power. That makes sense. Yeah, it would have to. I'd have to source yeah. energy somehow. A lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to go start doing that. Yep. I thought yeah. about it. I have a scene to interfere with your work, but I think it's cooler if I do that partway through the process and not like right at the start. So let's get started on the mm -hmm. process first. Okay. Uh, does Adil have anything he'd want to do, or should I just start this? No, you can start it. Uh, I think the next thing I would do is like uh, look for revolutionaries, but I think that's that should happen later. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah, sense. We can touch back and forth. I don't necessarily want because this is a twelve-step clock. It might take a while. Yeah, yeah. No, we will go back and forth for sure. Yeah. So, uh, well, I don't. I don't have anything else in mind right now. So yeah, I want to focus on this project because my okay. my my plans hinge entirely on this going not the way you want it. So <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens. Okay. So time to burn the midnight oil and try uh -huh. to invent this device. So I think a study mm -hmm. rule. Let me see if I have any relevant um, abilities. Why don't I start by helping you? Uh, you want to assist? Yes, I want. I want to. No, I want to take an action towards this clock by spending some by spending one of my downtime actions. 
Oh, I see. Prince, are you sure that Vickers is okay? Because you appear to be working on and tampering yeah. with the same clock. Yeah. No, to be clear, I want this machine to, to be built. I just don't want it to do what Miras wants it to do, if that makes sense. Okay, so uh, before you do that, I'm going to make my roll. So I'm going to... Um, so I'm taking sacred geometry. I don't know if that counts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm going to take a bonus dice for that. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. yeah, I'm just going to roll study. Just the baseline study to figure things out. Okay, so that's two ticks. Cool. You get a five, yeah. Mm -hmm. I also have analysts, so I'm going to add two ticks for that onto here. Yeah. So, so far, so good. Uh, so that's the first thing I do. I just spend a lot of time uh, hitting the books. Yep. Prince, that's right? a good idea. Okay, excellent. So Vickers will absolutely help you get this machine together. And she doesn't understand very much of the construction and the machinery. But you do have an apprentice still, your Chandler, whose name I forget. Shama. That is true. Shama. Shama has not been around in a yeah. while, but yes. And who knows stuff about spiritual energy, because that's the whole thing of the candles. And so yes. I am going to sit you two down. And I think I'm using command again, because that's just Vickers' style. But I'm going to sit mm -hmm. you two down, and I'm going to very, very patiently, this is not like overtly ordering you, but like a, like a stern schoolmistress, be like, no, no, stop bickering. How can you work together on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get you to actually, I think it's a cool way to fold in some of the wax magic. Like, I think it makes sense that you would actually have to understand yes, a little bit about that to do this. And if you care to notice this, by the way, you notice that her new prosthetic hand is probably tier six. It's yeah. a legendary. Yeah. She has like invented something that like will yeah, change the field forever. She yeah. invented something that let her infuse her spirit energy into wax. So she's probably going to be yes. tremendously helpful here. Are you okay with this angle? Right. Yes. Okay, excellent. Then I'm rolling command to contribute. I roll a four. I was hoping I would roll more, yeah. but it's two ticks. Sounds good. Yeah. And I think in this case, it is that like, OK, I'll tell you this. I think that I was going to offer you this devil's bargain. And like we said, even with the earlier role, we can fudge the rules a little. If you are willing to tell her to her face that the snake has abandoned you, she is going to be so much more willing to help you. Uh, no, uh, because the snake will not be abandoning us for long, you see. Oh, I am, I am okay. uh, arranging things. <laughs> uh, I'll tell okay. you how this. How yeah, in this that case, though. but you can go. You, 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 you go first, Latri. Oh no! So, yeah. So I think what the uh, key thing that happens here is that um, so Shama has, you know, like, like invented this new device and it, like has this very strange attitude towards it which is that she's almost repulsed by it which is i don't think something that necessarily makes sense to um especially someone like you who makes things and like takes joy in making them right and this is clearly like her work and yet somehow as she demonstrates it to you and explains her explains how it works she's also a bit like kind of like it's awful i hate it right but you gain like i think crucial insight into the way that like spirit wax behaves around like living energy mm -hmm. because what she's done is made the 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 wax itself which is a byproduct of the cremation process uh work with her own body which is filled with living spiritual energy and she's like made a crucial breakthrough in like how those two things interact and like she's that's what she's helping you with but it's possible with a four they're really 
It's not that she's not telling you, it's that you don't have the you don't have the mind for it. Mm. I lis I listen to what she says and I'm mostly focused on her arm. And then I kind mm. of like uh make some notes and then I look at Shama and say uh thank you, uh Shama. Uh you don't need to be coming in from tomorrow. Have you noticed that she hasn't come in like since since in fact the shrine builder appeared in your life? No. I know I d I don't okay, think about cool. Shama at all. Yeah. Yes, yeah, indeed. But uh, she was maybe helpful here, so uh -huh. Oh yeah, she she's she's helpful. She's helpful and I don't want her to show up anymore because uh she may try to interfere in what I'm going to do mm -hmm. based on her inspiration. Yep. She will merely stand up and say I shouldn't be surprised that you haven't noticed that I haven't been around at all, but nevertheless, good day to you. You know where to find me if you need me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And in fact, she's directed this towards Vickers because Vickers is the one who made her come in. Yeah, but yeah. Mira still has a quip and it says, yes, in the dustbin of history. <laughs> what a guy, what a guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, and then Miraz kind of looks at Vickers and says, uh, I, I heard about this. I, have, I haven't had the time to look into it myself. But we have acquired a golem at some point, haven't we? Oh, yes. I believe Joan was taking it out for a spin the other day. Yes, and, and Freya was involved somehow. Uh, where is she, by the way? Has anyone seen her? That's a good question. Have we seen her? I would presume that, you know, we rescued her. We would at least make sure she's okay. Yeah, we should probably have some sort of scene with her at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should. And also, I will say that it seems to me that Vickers would definitely play, pay close attention. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, so let's like, say that you have, and there's yeah. a scene we should probably do later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this this column, um, who does it? Does it have a master? Does, is, does someone command it? Yeah, well, the temple, obviously. <laughs> I mean, we stole right. it. It's ours. So, yeah. Oh, that's a relief. But I will point out it's finicky. And if anyone except Joan handles it, mm -hmm. it does not do as well. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, so, I think the next scene that we see is Mira standing in front of this really fucked up golem with, with this look of distaste on, on his face for, because this represents everything he hates. And then he mm. looks at it, and then he says, "Do you understand my commands?" I think that you you feel nothing from it unless you can tell me how you're feeling things from it. Because, um, yeah, it's 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 a machine. If you attune to it, then it is possible mm -hmm. because that's how they did it uh, when they tried to like talk to it and erase its memory. Of course. You don't have a sensorium inside you. You have no idea what I'm saying. And yet, everyone... Okay, I don't have time to get into that right now. The old-fashioned method, yes. I'm going to lay on hands, and I'm going to try to come in with it. Um, Excellent. Mm -hmm, to kind of like rest, it, rest its obedience. Yeah, that's in a tune. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. I will say that... Yeah, I think it's okay. It's a fortune roll, mm -hmm. um, and you can do this, but you will take minus one die because the person it likes the most is Joan, mm -hmm. and that's the person it wants to 
uh, commune with uh, most often. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But it's still a six. Still a six. Very good. Nice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, I don't like talking for Emma here, but I feel like if she, if she doesn't like it, she can tell me. Um, I think what's happened is that actually hanging out with Emma and speaking to her and so on has actually made the the gestalt inside this golem much more kind of well-formed. Um, and it's much more able to... Uh, it's much more able to kind of like realize what is going on and uh, present a kind of unified front, which it wasn't doing earlier. Um, and as a result of that, yeah, I think whatever you need from it, it is it is happy to give you and it is willing to help and like take direction and so on. Yes. But as you say, no sensorium, you do have to in, uh, attune first. Okay, uh, I'm going to guide it into the workshop. So it's made of wax, so it can like melt and reform and fit into the available space. Yeah, but it's also a car, so it's very big. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the workshop is now incredibly cramped. Uh, there's mm-hmm. barely any room to move. So there's a Zajitan in his camp bed. There's a gigantic golem just kind of idly sitting there. And then there's all my shit. I'm going to attempt to create a mechanism now. OK. okay so I'm going to tinker. I should, Sounds hmm. good. Mm, I wonder, actually. Uh, no, I'm not going to attend to Tim. So I'm going to look at the golem. I'm going to hold hold the golem, and I'm going to ask it, do you feel pain? Mm. And I think the golem will say, in impressions more than words, that uh, it, does not, it does not really feel pain. It feels disgust, boredom, sadness. But it does not feel pain. Okay. Then I'm going to ram a bunch of pipes and wires and and electric rods inside it. Hmm. So I'm going to wreck it. It in fact feels disgust, boredom, and sadness as you do that, but it does not feel pain. Fair enough. So five? Mm-hmm. Almost done. Uh, of course, I have to still craft it. So, but let me finish the design then, unless someone has anything yeah. to say. Yeah, finish the design, and before you craft it, I think I will make my move. All right. Uh, yeah. So hmm. now I'm going to create. I'm going to draw up the designs for a very, very finely calibrated set of like, um, you know, like uh, those diadem circlet things with the electric wires that you see in all sorts of science fiction, make ultra, uh, psychic experiment stuff. Ah, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's. I'm going to create a series of those that are going to be attached to the golem. And we have established that there is electric light in the temple. So the electric lights are going to go yeah. off and instead the generator and so on, they're all going to be pouring into the, the rods inside the golem. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to call that a, a tinker to put that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter what I call it because it's, I, it's going to finish the clock anyway. And thus, uh, we are ready to craft this invention. Excellent. So, so we are now ready to do something about the fact that we are ready. Yes. Yes. Before you do this, so I have several things that I want to do, but I think it makes sense to do 
this. I thought about it. I thought about if I should try to summon the Chakraborty back first, but we've had a lot of rolling to clocks. So instead, I shall uh, use our uh, time travel space that we have, the sanctuary that we established in the committee meeting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I'm going to attempt to speak with Zajidan. Okay. Uh, before you do it, I've thought about oh it a little God. bit, like how uh-huh. this should be done. Uh-huh. So I'm going. To, so I've designed the thing. Then I'm going to make a role to craft the thing, and then there should be a role to use it. Yeah. I know it's a lot of steps, but I think something like this is momentous enough, and there's there should be plenty of room for like things to go wrong in the meanwhile. Like all of this has been risk-free so far, right? Yeah. So until you use it, mm-hmm. you're you're not really yeah. 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 So I haven't crafted it yet. It's like still incipient, but now Vickers, you can do your thing first though. Cool. So uh, I want to get in touch with Zajidan via our time traveling room. Uh, you can tell me how difficult or easy this is, but he is unconscious and can't really speak normally. And so my plan mm. is to reach out to some past or future version of him and uh, attempt mm. to have a conversation with him through the means of uh, bending time and space to my will. Great. I actually think this is a good scene for Freya to also be in if she wants to, because she has the ghost key that most effectively operates. I'd love to be Freya. So I suppose let's check in with Freya first. Like, um, what what has Freya actually been up to? Uh, I assume I've been sheltering with the esteemed lady in Shades of Rose and Gold. Was that her name? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been hiding very much, uh, entirely keeping my nose clean. Okay, yeah. Then I suppose I shall come see uh, Freya, or I sh- probably I will invite her to the temple, actually. That makes more sense. Yeah. And uh, when she is there, when she arrives, I will have prepared not food, I think, but I will have prepared tea, which I can do decently. Nice. And uh, I'll say, so sorry to call you over here on short notice, but there's something I, well, I need your assistance with, and it's something that I'm afraid has to be kept a little bit secret. Because, well, I wouldn't want to to kick up a fuss. It's okay. It's it's good you managed to find me. I'm. I don't think I told you, but I'm going away. Going away? Where yes. to? I shouldn't tell you. No. Well, I do suppose we best keep secrets, but I do hope it's someplace safe and that you're not getting involved in bad company again. That's the entire point. <laughs> oh. I... Yes. Uh, and I think she just kind of go, goes forward and just gives you a big hug. Well, I shall miss you, but I do suppose it's for the best. You have gotten yourself involved in an awful lot of trouble, and I don't know if it will be any shape to get you out safely again. So... Yes. Take care and know that you're always welcome here if you should should want to come back. It's one of our principles, after all. Yes. I, I I'd love to come back. I I don't want to go away, but it it's the only thing right now. It's the only thing. Yes. But I'm here now. Uh, what did you need help with? It's it's nothing final. But if you do go away, would you mind getting me the key for the the committee room and showing me how it's how it works. There's someone I need to speak to, and I'm afraid the committee room is, is the only way I can do it. Well, I'm so sorry. The... I, I lost it. I lost the key. And out of character, um, my future self stole the key. That's true, but I think this is a nice moment for you to be like, I can still do it because I don't need the key anymore. Yeah. Also, 
you know who does have a copy of the key? Abbasas, <laughs> isn't I think you can tell, tell me that. That's funnier. Like that she has it. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. So Freya has no idea what happened to the copy uh, of the key. Yeah. So Abbas has been have, has had it the whole time. So Freya's like, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So do not lose momentum in the scene. Freya does not have it and does not know where it is. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Abbas, mm-hmm. yes. you better show up and give it to us. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, of course. And, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, uh, okay, yes, obviously, because just, ah, well, somebody's clearly been using it. I've kept hearing movement in the corridors. Hmm. <laughs> mm. will, we will see this like Detective Vickers mode of activate again. As she thinks about like, who might it be? And I will follow the trail to a bus, I guess. Uh, I don't want to drag out this whole scene yeah, too long. I mean, but... uh, uh, Uncle Abbas must know if anyone yeah. knows. He 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 knows everything. Yes, yes, uh, I suppose he must. Oh man, let's Sorry. go see him. It's a spark cry from the least red hierophant mm-hmm. ever. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, as Abbas comes in, just uh, like I also want to do something to help out with the uh, spirit transfusion things. I suppose one of the risks of the, using this machine is you might siphon off too much of your own mm-hmm. spirit energy when. Uh, Trying to transfer it to Zadijan, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that is a key risk. Indeed. Yeah. So, what if we had some other source, like not from Raz? Like that's what the golems for. Right. Okay. But like, um, can we get even more? Like, I mean, somehow? we we have the well, and you have a conduit yeah. to the well. So. Exactly. That's what I. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Because the way I understand it is that, like, um. Yeah, you've got your physical body and you've got your spirit energy, right? When the body fails, mm-hmm. the spirit goes away and into the well. But with Zazijan, the opposite has happened. The body is fine. It's just yeah. lost. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll figure out a way to get a lot of spirit energy from the well. Uh-huh. Excellent. Uh, do we want to win the scene with me borrowing the ghost key from you, or can I just do that? Do you think? Um, yeah, yeah, I think you, you can just do it. Let's, let's yeah. you know. All right, I, I will come to you and I will ask to borrow the key to the committee room. Yeah. And then uh, what I'm aiming for is a private conversation with Zadina. Now, I think it could be cool if Freya is also spying on it or seeing it since she's going away. But uh, I think it's important that none of the other people from the temple uh, are able to talk to him. And again, only thing I'm really trying to do is to get through to him pretty much in the present. But the only way I can do that is to like hack around the present, right? So Yeah, absolutely. So maybe I'm getting a hold of him in some alternate timeline or something. Who knows precisely how this works? But yeah, uh, so I will enter the committee room and uh, I will uh, do my best to find uh, Zajidan. I think, I don't think this is risk. Is it risk free? Well, you're literally inside your temple. You have used the committee room before. So let's say it's a fortune roll mm-hmm. to see which version of Zajidan you get. Which is to say, every like it's going to be who you want, but you might get one from the past who doesn't know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, it's a tune, I think, unfortunately, which I'm very bad at. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a devil's bargain for you. Okay. I think that you know that Freya is leaving, mm-hmm. and I think that if you accept in your heart of hearts that the future version of Freya who came back is likely to chase after her, then you can kind of accept that you can't do everything, 
but you can use that focus to get a die here. Uh huh. Hmm. I think it sort of aligns with Vickers' thinking here. Yes, I don't think I can alter the future, but I can mess with the past. So yeah, kind of. Yeah. All right. I will. If you're okay with the Chloe, I will take this Devil's Bargain. Yes, I am. Okay. I roll a five. Nice. Okay. I think with the five, what you get is not exactly what you want, but enough of what you want, right? So as you Tell me, are you like meditating here or are you like wandering around like a labyrinth? Like, what do you feel like? It's not really Vickers' style to meditate. In fact, I have found a new way of communing with the Chakra Borti, but I haven't revealed that yet because I'm doing that in a different scene. Okay. Uh, but in this in this case, I think what I'm doing is uh, I am going to the committee meeting and not really knowing how the magic of this works. I, I think I'm writing mm -hmm. a meeting note that very de that very ah. likely details that I had a meeting with uh, Zajidan yes. officially and formally, yes. and then I date it, and then I will have made it happen. Mm. Excellent. So I'm, I'm making my notes from the meeting that I'm about to have, thus making sure that I have had it. <laughs> this is the... Excellent. Uh -huh. uh, in that case, what you see is a table uh, materializes, for some definition of materialize, uh, and it's made up to look like an official committee meeting, right? Mm -hmm. And you are not actually in... Yeah, let's make this truly wild for Vickers. You are in a lovely room. Sunlight is streaming through, and I don't mean like mirror light. It's very nicely decorated. There are plants. There is a perfect pot of tea mm -hmm. and, um, and something crunchy to eat. What do you think the crunchy thing is? has been set out for you. Oh, obviously it's cinnamon biscotti. Yes, correct. We're such different people because I was going to say dried locust. Indeed, yes. Uh, so, I think that um, you sit down and Sajidhan, like the, 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 the door opens mm -hmm. and you see Sajidhan and he looks easily 10 years older than he does currently. Yeah. And he says, uh, Oh, I knew I had a meeting. Hello. No, oh, so good to see you. Please do sit down. Is everything well with you? I, I've been meaning to speak with you, but well, I'm sure that in the in the future you come from, you took ill, and Miraz cured you with, with the invention of one of his machines. Is is that correct? I, he looks at you and says, "In the future, I ah." I understand. Uh, and Miraz is my child? Yes. Yes, precisely. Your son. He... Very good. He treated you with... I always wanted a child. Ah, I see. You always wanted a child, yes. I suppose this, this makes the question I'm about to pose a little bit abstract then, but family matters quite a lot to me, and it's my understanding that it matters a lot to you too. It does? I don't know if you've uh, had the pleasure of meeting my brother, but uh, you know, I realized that like I normally Zajidan talks in uh, an Indian accent, but I'm going to stick with this accent now because yeah. we're in a parallel reality. Yeah. And I'm going to pretend it was on purpose. Um, I mean, <laughs> he, he'll just smile and say, if you've met a boss, you know that, uh, well, caring about family is almost mandatory. Yes. Yes, I do understand that. And well, I am precisely the same. I care about your son a great deal. And obviously, I care about you too. But I think 
that Mirage, your son, I think he is about to make a terrible mistake. His brow wrinkles and he says, um, What kind of mistake? He is, well, trying to save your life at great risk and expense to himself. And also, it may leave him with a, a difficult and painful condition inflicted by the past of this temple, which is haunted by the long legacy of the shrine build, and I do trust you have heard of that individual. Yeah, and I think he, um, his eyes, like, narrow. Um, this is the positive thing about being in this reality, I think, because I think he says, uh, oh, I've dealt with them. I kicked them out. Yes. Horrible tenants, let me tell you. Yes, I thought you might. Vicar says with a smile. Yeah. I thought you might. See, the Shrine Builder and I, we have a complicated relationship, but I I do believe I happen to know what's best for them. And it is it is to focus on the future and not on these grandiose projects, not to get stuck and bogged down in memories. And so I'm asking you, and I realize it is a very big question, so do forgive me, but I'm asking you if you are willing to die for your son and take the Shrine Builder with you. And I think he breathes in once and breathes out and he says um, I think you and I live in very different worlds but let me tell you that there is no version of me that would prefer my family to save me and spend themselves. And I will tell you, if you keep this meeting, you can keep the next one. Send the Shrine Builder to me, if you wish. And he and I, I presume it is a he with you? Yes, at the moment. He and I will also be able to have a conversation about this. Regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Vicar says, I thought so. Irrelevant old man indeed. She says with a smile, because I think yeah. it's precisely Zanjidan who will be taking the Shrine Builder down. Yeah, and I think he, he says, you remind me of uh, someone else I once spoke to. Does the name Vulture mean anything to you? I've recently come to understand that it does, yes. And I suppose in this reality and the one I'm coming from, you do seem to be quite an old man. Yes, I I sought your counsel, but I also have an appointment. I'm afraid in your reality, it is your time. And I think he will say, um, there is no one I would think more fitting than you, my dear. Biscotti? Yeah, and I will take Biscotti. <laughs> and yes, this is my plan. I'm scheming with Sadidan yes. so that he can sacrifice himself and take the Shrine Builder and all these memories with him and burn the past to give Miras, the love of my life, a clean future. I am the destroyer. One billion percent. Like, I'm so glad because the second you were oh, like, yeah. um, summon Zadidan, I was like, I got to find a version of him uh -huh. who is going to go as hard, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. As this one. And then like, yeah, when you said it, I was like, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So this is Vickers' plan. Yeah, and small Easter Easter egg. I think in this reality, the reason that he didn't have kids is that he was he was very like invested in bailing out his brother. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same kind of thing. Of my family is very important to me. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I bet in this version, 
Abbas is love is like, yeah, boy, we gotta we gotta do everything for the uh-huh. family. Family is the yes. most important thing. As he drives, like, uh... you gotta you gotta give us this voice. Uh-huh. You, you must. I don't think you can avoid this now. I don't know if I can. Uh-huh. I don't know uh-huh. if I can. Uh-huh. Yes. Anyway, uh-huh. it's very. How can I top that? I mean, uh-huh. yeah, you did, you already did it perfectly. Yes. No. So anyway, this uh, yeah. yeah, this is my plan. I want I want the machine to work and transfer to normal amount of spiritual energy, but I want this transference to be the shrine builder and its memories, so that Miras can be free, and then you know, Zandidan will die and take the shrine builder with him. Yep. yep. Excellent. That's my plan. Cool. Uh, Sounds good. Great. Should it, I should I make this t- yeah, damn thing? No. Please do. Okay. I mean, I will succeed. It's just a question of how much extra coin I have to spend. Yeah. Uh, it's Tinker to actually make things, right? It yes. is largely Tinker to make things. Yeah. Cool. Well, fortune roll. It makes sense in character to push myself to mm-hmm. make this. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. I also think that in this case. This is not exactly how the ability works, but I think Glory Incarnate will give you a die here because there is nothing more funny to your god than the Vulture and the um, Shrine Builder working at odds Uh so they can both succeed. Yeah, sounds fine. Uh, Okay, I have rolled a five, which means I build something baseline, which which has quality equal to our tier, which is one. one. However, I have Artificer. This is a Parkcraft invention, so I get plus yep. one result level, mm-hmm. quality two. We have a workshop, so it's quality three. So this is actually missing one coin's worth of uh, extra yeah. juice. Which is probably our electricity bill. I think that's what the extra coin represents. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh-huh. Like that is, like Anserek is like uh, sending you notes that are like, look, I'm buying all the electroplasm that I can, but like I can't do everything on credit, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to roll uh, resolve. This is a roll by resolve uh, roll to kind of like determine is Miraz going to stop at just mm-hmm. enough to power this thing, or is he going to go mm-hmm. ham? Uh, <laughs> super creepy. You like to okay. tell us what you rolled. Three sixes on this resolve <laughs> roll. The, the number of the beast. Uh, um, yes, yeah, so he's going to go all the way. Um, he's going to spend an inorbitant amount of money. Mm. Uh, I don't think you can spend more than three. I think tier six is like the highest you can go in the game. I mean, if you want to spend more money, we can go into notional tier, if you like. I'm uh-huh. not going to stop you. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. It's okay. Tier 6. <laughs> we, I have built a tier 6 <laughs> machine. Yes. Uh-huh. Excellent. Yes. The new Prometheus, indeed. <laughs> uh, and I'm just looking at it and, um, nervously, um, kind of like uh, tapping together two wires, uh, which are sparking with electricity. I'm like tapping them together. Um, I'm just wondering, I'm trying to psych myself up for this. Like there's like sweat pouring down off me, which is not the best thing to have on you when you have when you're playing with electricity to be so full of sweat. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's also a very, very hot, warm mm-hmm. room. Something to think about. Yeah. 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 yeah so I'm there. Um uh Tripper Nersen has to, is has obviously been called. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I have no idea what she's what she's going to say when she shows up and sees Zajidan, 
uh, and myself ele- uh, connected by electroplasmic metallic diadems mm-hmm. to a golem that has had like metal rods shoved inside its body and it's just kind of sitting there waiting for waiting to basically die mm-hmm. Shall we roll fire resolve to see whether she rolls three sixes? <laughs> I think you know it's important. She rolled one six, so apparently it's still fine. Um, I think she comes in, dies, and says, um, "Is this why you were asking all those questions about the wax flesh barrier?" Uh, uh, yes. Mm, okay. Well. Let me tell you, all of those questions were assuming that, you know, it wasn't a golem that you were training from. So how about I make sure you don't do anything extremely stupid with this? He just kind of nods. Sweat flies off him. He should be wearing his protective suit normally mm. um, to protect himself, obviously. Mm. But this is, this, this is meant to... He has to be as exposed as possible, really, for this yeah. also work. Yeah. So I think she, in fact, comes in, uh, fishes out. She's the kind of person to have a handkerchief on her at all times. Um, so she fishes out a handkerchief uh, and then, like, mops the sweat, like, off your brow uh, and says, um, yeah, I think she just says, well, after this, you are going to need a very, you're going to take a very long bath. Yeah, Mira's just kind of nods, distracted, his eyes wild. Uh, he's just yeah. I don't know what he'd what he'd wait for. I think he's. Do you think you would want Vickers in the room with him, or do you think this would be like? Because I can see him wanting her there for emotional support, but I can also see it's like no, only professionals should be in the room. I think he wants everyone there, and he wants no one else there as, at the same time. Yeah. somehow. Uh, so enjoy I think Vickers. I think Vickers will not be in the room with him. I think it's cooler if she does this remotely. And I have mm-hmm. an I, I have a, a way for her to interfere like remotely. So. Okay. Excellent. What about Uncle Abbas? Um, okay, if you're going... So I was thinking that there'd be... I, I would find some way to get more spirit energy, but it seems like you're doing this already. Uh, I mean, it doesn't hurt for you to add even more yeah. power. Like. Okay, so let, let me see what I can do. Uh, okay. I have made the device, but like we haven't done the action roll. It's probably going to be desperate as hell, maybe even limited. I don't know if you need yeah. to set me up. Uh, okay, so uh, I can... Um, form a conduit to the flame to create a bigger flame, but maybe I can change the ritual around somehow so then instead of the fire I'm siphoning off uh, spirit energy from the well instead like uh, let, okay, yeah, yeah let, let, mean... let, let me roll something uh, uh, maybe a study or something to see if I can figure out a way to do this sure alright uh... You could, yeah, and I think this is just you are just studying, right? Yeah, so yeah. absolutely makes sense. Is that a fortune roll? It's a fortune roll because I assume mm-hmm. that you are not experimenting, you are theorizing. I'm theorizing, yeah, to yeah. see if this yeah. is possible, right? Like, okay, three and four. Yeah, um, I think you find something uh, very straightforward, which is that you can do this, but you will run into the same problem that your brother did, which is that. Um, Actually, you know what? That's not interesting. So let's not let's not say it's just that like you have to take stress on instead. I think that maybe uh, the the answer here is 
it's going to like the 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 divine fire is going to have an effect on Zajidan in some way. And so and because so far as you know, there is nobody else involved in in like maybe doing something divine. Um basically what it is is that you definitely understand that like, you know, your god is not exactly the well, right? Like right. it is there is some connection there, but it's not the same. And so using the well in this way will definitely complicate that. Yeah. Um okay, so I think to address the first point, this the fire will have an effect on Zadijan in some way. I think it's a family decision. So, you know, uh-huh. love as a do you think it's a good idea to uh possibly you know, potentially Wait, are you having this conversation while everybody is hooked up or are you doing this a couple of days earlier? L- let's say we're doing this a couple of days earlier, because like um okay. this this study would have had to happen before. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Okay. Uh, uh, what? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, the the more power, the better. Um, of course. Yeah. So out of character, I don't actually maybe in character, like because uh, of us, I don't. They would be a little hesitant to do something that might mess his brother up. Mm-hmm. But there's. But then again, like uh, using the shrine builder energy might mess him up too. So yeah. All right. So it can be done. But we've decided to do it. What do I need to do it? So but but I uh hmm, I have an idea. So the, the candle is still there, right? Like the candle that maybe I maybe if I yes. use that candle I can somehow reverse the process that Zadijan used. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So I mean I think uh some of it has like been used by Tripana for testing, but most of it is still there. Yeah, so what I'm doing is I'll be doing my ritual with little modification with the same candle that Zazan used that took his life force away, reverse it. So uh, remind me what the goal, what exactly you're expecting to do with the golem? Uh, I am going to. Uh, so I have spirit, spiritual power. That thing has spiritual power. We're going to use it as the conduit. Right. So this is a wax golem. This is a wax candle. I'll 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 uh, put it, you know, some arcane engineering incorporated into the golem, so that the golem can. Uh, yeah, it will also draw power from the well. This this all works in, you know, it, it works in the fiction. It works arcanely. We don't have to explain it too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. What am I rolling? A tune? Um, Sounds right. Yes. This is not risk free. No, it is not. I'm trying to think whether it can be anything but desperate. And usually when I think this question, the answer is it's got to be desperate. But maybe. Okay. I think you're actually at risky limited. Risky limited. Then I'll go for yeah. desperate. Uh, I'll posi- trade position standard. in effect. Go for desperate. Yeah, absolutely. Standard. Yeah. Yeah, they should, yes. Yes. And I will not assist because it would make fiction no fictional sense for me to be doing anything. Yes, what I'm no, doing. you should. And I will point out that if you ask Vickers to assist, it'll be very funny for the audience because mm-hmm. it'll give Vickers another way to figure out what's going on and, you know, uh, interfere. I'm also going to point out that we have a, a cohort of adepts that we have never yeah. used. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, you're not wrong. <laughs> Make a group action with them. It makes more sense, I think. All right. Uh, they offer a bonus die 
But if yes, that they die, do. if they that, offer that, two bonus dice, they offer two oh, bonus okay. dice, right? But if any of them, if they fail, you take a stress. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah it's it's fine. Yeah. Well, well, what's one more trauma? Mm-hmm. Basically, I'll just, I'll just roll yeah. for them then. See? Oh, well, oh, okay, they know what they're doing. I want to point out, like, yeah. I mean, th- here's my here's my roll as well. Like, well, okay, they they, they did it. They did it somehow. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess yeah. they know agency. <laughs> Yeah, I think I want you to tell me um, why they are so much better at this than you are, given you are the person who's doing the ritual. Um, I think, like, my theory was correct, right? But it it's it's more of a psychological hang-up, right? Like, I, I'm right. necessarily involved, right? So I, I just messed up the execution, but the theory was correct. Yeah, and to be honest, they have been fucking with weird divine shit yeah. also, right? Yeah. So... Given that, like, they have not, um, they don't have the psychological thing of, like, I mean, he, they care about him deeply, but, yeah. you know, so, yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, with standard effect, you will, yeah, you can set this set this up so uh, um, Miraz will either get better position or better effect on his role. All right. Miraz. Um, okay. What's my position in effect to do this thing? Uh, okay, before I even ask that, is your goal here? I'm envisioning it as you will press a button and then, like Frankenstein reborn, your father will merely like come back to life. Is that am I imagining Miraz's imagination correctly? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, at at no and ideally at no personal cost to me. Okay. Um. You are at limited effect, which is if you, and this is before the setup, if you do this, your father will come back to himself over some time, but not A, completely, and B, not without cost to you, and C, not without like cost to the temple because, you know, the golem might blow up or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, that's part, part of the, the consequence. consequence. But yeah, limited effect yeah. is he will not be well. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It's a tier six object, but like, goddamn. Yep. Well, I mean, to be clear, it is a tier six object, which is why you can do this. Yeah, yeah. You're desperate limited now because of the setup. No, no, no. This yeah. is before the setup. Oh, sorry. So with the setup, you are a desperate standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can be a risky limited or desperate standard. Um, the reason for that, like, so basically, it's impossible. Tier six gives you limited, setup gives you standard. Because, like, you did have a tier 6 thing, so I think it's very unfair to, like, remove that completely. No, makes sense. Okay. Well, I'm going to make it a group action with our golem, whose name I have discovered. Um, we had forgotten this. Its name is the Glove Box. Yes, it is the Glove Box. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just been listening to those episodes, which is why I remember. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. So it's going to help us. Um, it's going to um, participate in this group action. Desperate standard? I mean, desperate standard's fine. Yeah. This is the kind of desperate where desperate is really desperate, if you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. Um, so desperate standard is fine. I'm asking, um, is there a devil's bargain? Because I'm thinking about, I'm definitely going to push myself in some capacity, so I want to know what the devil's bargain would be. Mm. I don't know if this is a devil's bargain for me in that I would reject this. Uh, so I'm going to say it out loud, but I don't know if it counts, um, which is if you permit the serpent to retake its rightful place, 
and not upend the temple entirely. Like, accept that you were completely wrong and you will submit to the serpent and you will do what it says. Then it will appear and empower you in this moment. No, I don't think any, any of us want that. Yeah, no, that's fair. No, but, like, yeah. uh, to be honest, the point of this bargain is to, like, offer you something that that is that costly. But, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that toxic bitch. <laughs> I will also say that um, it would have, like, forced you to, like, retake that thing about I'm not going to be the high priest anymore. So, yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Okay. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll a wreck. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Can we? Can we? Sorry. I thought you were attuning. Are you wrecking? Uh. So wreck, tinker, and attune did the same dice for me. I think wreck because well, I think definitely something's going to blow up. No, sure, but like I, I'm asking this because fictional, in terms of fictional approach, if you are wrecking something, then the possibility of that meaning that your father's body is wrecked, like increases dramatically. Okay, fine. Fine, I'll I'll let you in then. Yeah, like I'll let yeah. you in then. <laughs> you can't wreck without wrecking. Fine. Uh, okay. Well, but let's see, like... let's see what the glove box does. Okay, this goes poorly, <laughs> and the glove box rolls a six. Okay. <laughs> so I rolled a one and a one and a one, and the glove box okay. rolled a six. But now I'm interfering with this also. I will remind you. So, <laughs> I don't know how we're handling that precisely, but. Uh, I don't know how I'm handling it either, but it's very useful to me that it's the glove box that succeeded yes. and not Miraz, uh-huh. because it allows us to color things so differently, uh-huh. including, like, I really thought if the glove box rolled a four to five, what would happen is that your father would possess the glove box. <laughs> so it's good that that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So we know that the standard effect here, which is um, you are able to un- de-holify your father, happens. That so far has occurred. Now we can talk about the interference. So, yep. uh, Vickers, what is your plan? Yes. So we will cut to Vickers. And I will remind you, I've constantly been quoting Inanna as the inspiration for Vickers. Yeah. yeah? So Correct. we uh-huh. will see Vickers in the big old temple room where we have these steps leading down to a bath that's just full of inky blackness. Mm. And uh, we will see her approach in her priestly robes, holding a giant weapon, which we now know is the elephant goad. Like the heavy yes. weapon, which is in- engraved with the symbol of a snake on it. Yes. And she will look down at the pool and she will sigh and she will take off her priestly garments and take one step mm-hmm. down and then remove her jewelry and take one step down. And uh, I'm going to descend into the underworld, into the pool that is under our temple. Uh huh. And I'm going to kill the fucking snake. Oh, yeah. This is, this is my plan. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, this will interfere because it will drive out the shrine builder. Uh, you know, as this is going on, drive out the shrine builder, destroy the past, make way for or destroy the toxic past. I'm not destroying everything, right? But I am, I am breaking the vicious cycle. Now this is role playing. Yeah, I want to say you really. We we thought, oh yeah, this is a free play. Let's do you know, um, yes, like some long time. We're here killing the avatar of our god. Yes. Great. Fantastic. I, uh, Emma's going to be so annoyed that she uh-huh. We are going to punish Emma for having a life beyond us. <laughs> yeah, would you like to read, read out the text of your special ability? Yes. I, uh, uh, I have 
spent XP, or I've spent training XP now to take an ability called the Destroyer. You know the secret ways to wreck ancient powers, forgotten gods or demons, ending them. Once you have damaged, lessened, or destroyed an ancient power, you take plus one die to command or intimidate their worshippers. And this is a twist on Occultist, but since I am the Destroyer, and this has been established by the fiction, yes. I don't consort with ancient powers, I end them. No, you wreck them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do think... This needs to be a clown. I'm going to test this to be a sprayer. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll establish how that yeah. looks after a tree's done establishing mm-hmm. things. Yeah, sorry. I do think this needs to be a clock because I don't think that, like, nope. you can just turn up and stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to call it an eight clock because it's literally the avatar of a god. It would be 12 for anybody else. Yes. Let's be real, mm-hmm. right? Um... And when the eight clock is finished, mm-hmm. you are perfectly capable of skinning the snake and wearing its like dead skin as boots, yeah. if you so wish. You want a snake skin briefcase? Yeah. That can be done. Uh-huh. Right. But let us. So you are accompanied by Freya, but you are accompanied by one other person, mm-hmm. which is, of course, that version of Zajidan to whom you appealed. Yes. For help. Excellent. Um, and as you descend into the underworld, uh, and if you are in this inky blackness, you feel as if you are floating in water, mm-hmm. uh, but you are not drowning. Yeah. Right? The, all of your uh, surroundings suddenly kind of like, it's like an underwater wave like kind of hits you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man, Zajidan, uh, the version of him that you met, appears in his war gear. Which is mm-hmm. he? He has a spirit mask of the traditional Aruvian make. Um, he has armor on. He's got golden um, golden bangles on one hand that look like they've got runes on them. Um, and then he just like like turns his. He wears his mask like on his forehead for a second, just like talk to you. And he says, uh, "I'm not late, am I?" Perfectly on time. I think time works a little strange, yeah. And I think he laughs and says, I've never known you to have a sense of humor, and I'm glad you have not started now. And he's definitely talking about the vulture and not about you specifically. Yeah. Um, um, Freya, uh, how are you getting here? I think Freya, you, you did not enter uh-huh. with Freya, but uh, a queen mm-hmm. emerges, and she's got a sword, uh, which turns into a rose, which turns into a gun, which turns into a scepter. Mm. And she says, I don't know who you are, and yet I do know who you are. And I feel that you have helped me, or that you will help me, or that I will help you. Is it so? Vickers nods, and uh, she says, uh, I am a bird who lets no one escape, a falcon preying on the gods. Then let us fly together. And she floats. So I want to clarify this isn't just, you know, uh, anyone can be here mm-hmm. bullshit. Freya has obviously uh, trans- gone quite a lot back and forth in time. So I think a part of her is still kind of like resonant. Oh, yeah, no, uh, for sure. And I think um, mm-hmm. I was just thinking, in fact, that like when Freya first came to the temple, she actually knew an incredible amount about you even like before you had first met her. Right. So, like, we've established that even for her, there's some weird time travel stuff going on. So, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to approach the serpent. Yeah. So, like, let's, let's do a paint the scene here, I think, because this is fun. Um, Adiat, yes. in this 
place of utter inky darkness where it seems like there is no light except what like would intuitively be there because they can see each other um what is the first sign of the serpent just uh maybe you can just hear like a distant rattling like a you know because i i feel like this mm. the serpent takes on the aspects of many snakes not yes absolutely but like like it's an echoing sound right like it's it's sort of yes coming from everywhere mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely i'm trying to think now i mean of any number of video games i've played right where you hear the monster just before it appears you're like oh, i hate this like in half-life <laughs> half-life 2 like the little crabs make those noises and it's just yeah. like it's awful um prince yep in what way does the snake change the environment in order to shock you or, or in order to like um intimidate and terrify you oh it changes it into uduasha as it always was and always has been and always will be this is an illusion mm. but this is the illusion it throws at me yes excellent there are no escalators here i'm afraid yeah. Yeah, um, it is. It is a dead Uduash, I think. Like it's a city with buildings but no people, with art but no viewers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have this disorienting feeling that um, you can see all of it, even though obviously you can't, because it is forcing you to see, right? Um, and these five towers that rise from the bottom, almost like the five fingers of a hand, mm-hmm. towards the sky. Each of them seem. Um, about to close in and make a fist so they can crush you. Zoheb, there is something in this place that, despite all of this, gives the people here hope that they can do this. What is that thing? Like the two of us? Yeah. I think what happens is that um, a flame starts dancing above our brows. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you, Tree, what does the snake say as it appears? Oh, man. It appears and it says, Vulture, you have tried more times than there are droplets in the ocean. You have failed each time. You will fail once more. Come. Let me show you that a wheel never ends. Uh, yes, you're quite right. You are an endless being. You're a god. I cannot kill you. But she can. And I want Joan to appear here, so let's break the session. Oh, yes! And so blows out our brief candle. I named the disciples of the ceaseless temple thus with both their given names and taken. Saumitri called Tree. Zoheb called Klau. Prince, Emma, and Adyat called Soap. Intro music, Jalandahar by Kevin McLeod. Outro music in Kiravani Ragam by Yusri Nivas. Blades in the Dark by John Harper and Evil Hat Productions. Iruvian Playbooks by Johnstone Metzger. Follow us at Desperate Attune on Twitter or email us at desperateattune at gmail.com. 
support us at ko-fi.com/desperateattune On the final episode of this season of Desperate Tune, Imperial Inspector, dressed in uh, her full regalia, uh, enters the room, sees everything, and declares, "Fuck in! I demand you halt immediately. Human experimentation. No such paperwork was filed." What's all this, then? Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs>